Whoa, okay. Hello, everyone. Uh, we're here. We're here together. You and me. Uh, it's Dream Warriors. 31 Days of Dread. Day 23. Uh, it's, it's rings today. And we're, we're, we're talking about this one. So let's, let's hit that music. The funny thing is, that I I talk about uh, this show a lot with nearly everyone in my life because everyone's excited when they hear about Dream Warriors. Um, not not so much about the the premise. I don't think anyone cares about the premise. I don't think anyone likes the title of Dream Dream Warriors. Uh, what's really always puts me in 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 like a uh, like a process. And, and I start taking notes and I start recording ideas on what what we could do with this show. Like, um, like do we evolve it into a Peter A. DeLuca type show, a AKA pad type show? Um, <coughs> yeah, excuse me. So a lot of times people just get excited by the uh, sheer fact that I have a, a podcast that it's regular, that it's not one of those bi- you know, I saw something the other day for a bi-weekly podcast, <laughs> and I'm like, what, what, like, what's that all about, bi-weekly, I'm like, oh my god, the, the, the 31 Days of Dread has, has, I feel like, rebirthed me and the show through fire, because it is, uh, it's tough, and it's definitely, uh, core, like, uh, it's it's definitely connecting right into Christmas where I want to do something similar for Christmas uh, to work out the kinks of what I learned doing doing the 31 Days of Dread of doing a regular show and and the the steps along the way and the important ones and the the steps you can kind of skip and the ones that you uh, can make shortcuts like all of it but yeah we're we're here in the morning. We're talking thirty one days of dread. Uh, we're in Philly. We have a red sunrise right now, and yeah, it's another great one. So follow me on Instagram, aka Pad thirteen. Aka Pad stands for other known as Peter A Deluca. Uh, my IG stories have updates nearly every single day of the sunrise. But yeah, we're we're talking. Uh, we're we're going to veer uh, side type theme for the the next two episodes um next two episodes are we're going to do movies that have uh stayed in horror conventions but have the they kind of have the accolade of being original of turning the horror idea as a film set piece uh on its head and showing people another way of doing it and today for this episode, it's it's Rings, a movie that already came out that people uh, <laughs> I, I, I just it, it it does break my heart. It breaks my heart that uh, some of these movies come out. They they <laughs> it's it's a 2017 movie. Um, they they're in and out of theater so quick. <laughs> it came out this year, February third, 2017. Uh, it's it's a remake of a remake. Uh, the, the budget for this movie was twenty 
$5 million. I believe it made $27 million domestic. Uh, worldwide, though, uh, overall, plus foreign, uh, we're talking $83 million. So not bad, right? Uh, not bad for a movie that is um, bashed, hated, uh, made fun of, and forgotten. But, uh, you know, as, as always, as in... <laughs> Dream Warriors fashion, uh, we like this movie. I like this movie. Uh, there's, there's, um, because so much of it could have went uh, awful. And this movie uh, stuck to a formula that the ring, uh, from what I remember from the first, from the original American movie, the 2002, um, and the, what, what year was the... The third one was 2005. So we have 02, 05, and 2017. Uh, those are your three American Ring movies. Uh, the first one, I remember when the first one came out, directed by Gore Verbinski, who is phenomenal, phenomenal director. He, um, I, I just love how his stuff's shot. Uh, it, it, so I remember when that came out, and that was, might have been like, my first must-see horror movie that I remember sitting, like, going to the theater to watch. And, you know, I had a girlfriend at the time, so it was one of those experiences. Up, in, up until 2002, a lot of my film-going experiences were, like, uh, highfalutin, you know, Oscar-driven movies. And, you know, like your, your regular summer fair. Like, those, those were my destination ones. And by Oscar, I, I put the independent movies in that, too. The ones that were not released around December. So, the uh, Ring the, the Ring franchise, it's, uh, it's huge. And uh, it's not really discussed. Uh, it's huge in the U.S. And it's, like, giant overseas. And there, and all it all comes from this Japanese horror novel, like one book spawned all of this. And even overseas, uh, we have. I mean, the the novel came out in 1991. Uh, time to butcher a name because well, it's 31 Days of Dread, so we butcher things all the time. But we're going to butcher a name, <laughs> Koji Suzuki. That is the author of the Ring book. Uh, but yeah, so he, he, he writes a, um, a horror novel that really takes the world by storm. And the, uh, just going through some facts about the book, the, I'm not, I'm not really sure the, well, the cool thing is that the, um, the cover, the cover artist for the ring book is Chip Kidd and Chip Kidd is the like rock star graphic designer, graphic artist of, uh, he's done work in comics. He uh, he's more um, towards the DC comic book side, but he's done a lot of work with Batman. I believe he even wrote a Batman like design book. Um, like it, it might have been like the Dark Knight by Chip Kid, and it's it's like it documents a lot of the work he's he's done. But um, you know, I gotta add that to my Amazon list. Mental note. But yeah, so <laughs> the. Um, uh, the publication date is 1991. The English language publication date, though, seems to be 2004, two years after the premiere of the American uh, movie, the, um, the American remake. So the the funny thing, though, it's that this 
um you know like we have it as a novel i i somewhat remember this also as a um a manga um there is there seems to be a sequel for the book too called spiral and just getting into this movie and, and just kind of like poking around the things around this franchise uh it got me more and more interested in the source material uh i, I would say more so than than anything recently because I, I really want to know like what what spawned all of this. So, yeah. So when 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 we go through the ring like as a as a franchise, um, here here's a funny thing: the Japanese prequels and sequels. Uh, so it, it all it, it it all started as Ring nineteen ninety eight, and then we have Ring two nineteen ninety nine, uh, and then we have Ring zero birthday 2000 so you know we have we definitely they went to prequel uh prequel route and then we have Razin, uh aka spiral so spiral is the the name of the second ring novel that came out in 98 and that these are referred to as the Razin timeline and so we and we have sad <laughs> sadaku 2013 and we have sadaku 2 2000 uh, I mean, Sad, Sadaku is 2012. What am I saying? The, these are names of the Rise and Timeline Ring movies. And Sadaku, 2013. So we have three movies on the Hindu Nakaata, the original um, director for Ring. And then we have a Rise and Timeline. So we, we, we got six movies in Japan total. We also have a Korean remake called The Ring Virus. We have video game adaptations. We have um, a TV series also in in overseas. So uh, you can see, you can see that, uh, and there seems to be like two rules of thought on exactly what um, what timeline to go on when it comes to the mythology and the lore of Ring. So we we jump U.S. Uh, we jump to U.S. We got we got Gore Verbinski. He directs one heck of a movie, and 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 if you guys do like aren't really familiar with good old Gore, he you know he Rango, um, the animated film. Uh, we have um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, I think he did Weatherman with Nicolas Cage. I I, I enjoyed that movie. Uh, we're going from memory uh, here though, <laughs> but yeah. So this franchise, um, what what did it add? Okay, and I, I thought Rings 2017 did something very important. It definitely expanded the power set of the supernatural entity, uh, explained the curse, and I thought in a very concise way, if you're just not familiar with, with the previous movies, so on and, and so forth. But, yeah, Gore, uh, I brought up his, uh, his, his filmography real quick. Uh, the, only, the only one of his movies I have not seen is The Lone Ranger, the 2013 um, Johnny Depp, Arnie Hammer uh, update slash remake, reboot. Um, I'm sure they were they were hoping that movie was a hit to create a um, giant franchise out of, but it kind of fell flat. But yeah, he, uh, Verbinski, I give him credit because he definitely directed, I think, one of the all-time trilogies, which is The Pirates of the Caribbean uh 2003 to 2007 pirates of the caribbean uh curse of the black pearl all the way to at world's end 
and I I love At World's End. That is, I think that is the be, the best pirate movie ever. Be, uh, just the, the double crossing alone in that movie is just awesome. I love it. Yeah. So what what Rings does well, I I I, I think it, it explains the um the supernatural element of the entity what is hunting everyone uh it kind of re-solidifies the rules if you have if you're not familiar with it and it, it puts you on the path of other ring movies which is there is a investigation and again like what the ring franchise is the uh when it comes to conventions for rules developing um this idea of of a supernatural force moving through media you know uh through screens uh no, nothing does it as well as uh, as ring uh everything now has borrowed it there's been a a run of uh facebook type movies facebook uh slasher horror stalker movies and thriller movies uh recently even this year and they all borrow from the ring so we have the birth of conventions here and we're now you know it's going to take some time but, but i think the rings uh this failed update is going to it's, it's it redefines these rules it, it redefines or re, it reminds people what works and we're we're going we're going to see some mining of this and we're going to have people using some of these conventions and they're going to have they're going to perfect it. Uh, we go back to Pumpkin King. Uh, pumpkin Head for this, I'm sorry. But yeah, so what did I enjoy about this movie? I, I, I just thought it, it moved well. It flowed well. It uh, One scene led to the next. I, I liked the investigation. And it's been a while since I saw the American Ring. I never even saw any of the Japanese movies. And yeah, I just thought... Uh, the performances in this movie were were half solid. I liked the way it was shot. I thought it milked itself. I thought it milked um, the creepiness. I thought it, it definitely expanded and had, um, you know, like had some new ideas on on how this creature can reach you. Vincent D'Onofrio, who is now becoming a, <laughs> a convention of himself in horror movies, uh, he you know Gomer Pyle from. Full Metal Jacket, Kingpin from the uh, Daredevil Net Netflix series. Series, uh, he's the the evil villain monster guy in Cell with Jennifer Jennifer Lopez, but he he's he played the same character essentially in Sinister. Uh, he was the exposition for Bagul, and <laughs> so uh, here he's the same, but he also doubles as the villain. Spoiler: that's the only spoiler you're going to get here. And uh, and the nature of his character is a further dissection of the entity and and how this ghost works. And it's it was something that you've said to yourself in other Ring movies, in Ring 1, Ring 2. It's something you would say to yourself if you're having a casual conversation about the rules of the movie. Um, and his character represents that. Uh, it's something that you would just say, hey, what, like, wouldn't some, like, would this work? Would this would this somehow curve the curse? Like, would the, would it delay it? Would it come looking for you still? Uh, his his character is a dissection of the curse and the rules of the curse. Um, I thought that was very well. They kind of put two things in one with him. 
but yeah, so uh, o- overall, um, the, like the movie ends as all horror movies should. It ends with a hook, ends with a good hook. Uh, it opens, the opening is Final Destination ish, uh, but we are already, um, you know, because like the 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 Ring movies open like Indiana Jones and James Bond movies. It's the end of one adventure and the beginning of another. Uh, old movie serials did this, um, you know, which is that's what inspired Lucas to do it with Star Wars and and Indiana Jones and so on and so forth. So the Ring movies also has the ending of one curse and the curse gets passed on to the next person. And even the beginning of this movie challenges that, it challenges what we know about the curse, which is it's on an airplane. Uh, it's it's we're in the air. We're we're flying. We're not near TVs. And and the the entity, the ghost, the girl, uh, the visual of the girl, like always resonates. But it finds them. And we're adding another thing to the horror lore, which is the visual of this woman of the girl. Uh, incredible. Still used today. Uh, it's 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 as important as the visual of the slasher. Um, the silhouette of the slasher movie. You know, the, the brawling man with the machete or butcher knife, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. If we just go by silhouettes, definitely. So, yeah, the Ring franchise, we owe a lot to it. And I think we owe a lot to to watch this movie and to have and, and to watch it just for how it defines and dissects the conventions and the rules of the of the creature uh, that the first movie created, or I would say that the, I would assume came from the book. But yeah, and overall, uh, film is directed by <laughs> we're, we're we're not pronouncing any name here. Uh, F F Javier Goretes, and he uh, yeah has a short filmography, but it, it seems like he um, before the fault a two thousand eight movie was really what um, put him on the map and he is also um you know he is linked with the uh, new crow movie <coughs> and i would be all for this guy um yeah i would be all for this guy directing a crow movie so i, I just looked up before the fall and i'm just trying to get some uh, i'm not even familiar with this movie i'm not honestly god i'm not familiar with much uh, of his filmography I'm curious. He's he's got one movie called Demonic, which I I'm pretty sure. Don't, okay, you know what? Demonic is, um, he's he's one of the editors, I think, for that. No, <laughs> you go into black holes sometimes, but he uh oh, co-producer. Okay, he's co-producer for movie 2015 Demonic, that is available on uh, Netflix right now. See, that's Netflix Ninja right there. When you know Netflix that well, you can just see a movie and you know if it's on on the uh, <laughs> on the uh, streaming service. But yeah, uh, there's a lot I can say about this. Uh, I kind of want to save a little bit for a ring, like I want to do a, a full ring analysis uh, breakdown of the entire franchise because I, I think it's it's warranted, but. Uh, I, I, I did dig, dig this movie. I like even the, the beginning kind of gave me final destination feels. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just it's worth it. It's got creepiness. It's got some cool deaths. 
Um, it, it pulls in the Gore Verbinski visuals that I think will forever be with the franchise now. But yeah, um, sit down, just enjoy enjoy this one. But yeah, not perfect. But then again, what is? Uh, this is Dream Warriors. Thirty one days of dread. Oh, can can we do that again? This 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 is Dream Warriors. Thirty one days of dread. Day twenty three. We're just having a good time. We're watching a lot of horror movies. We're creeping ourselves out. And I'm just getting depressed. There's, I'm watching too many of these. But hey, signing off. We'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later.